listening to the Fistful of Popcorn podcast. Howdy. Howdy. Welcome back to episode, this is eight, correct? Yeah, this is the eighth episode. Yeah. Number eight. Welcome all you movie lovers, podcast listeners, blood drinkers. Blood. We watched Blade. A 1998 classic. Mm-hmm. Just like me. I want to suck your dick. Oh, hey yo. <laughs> I want to listen to your drum and bass. It's <laughs> more like it. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm Trevor. I'm Kent. I'm Dracula. We got Dracula in the in the studio. What up? What up? Dracula in this piece. It's not even October. Dracula. Uh, what do you think about drum and bass music? Oh yeah, Dracula. How do you feel? How do you feel, Drac? Good, good. There we go. This this bit's going somewhere eventually. What well, what was the vampire's name in uh, Sesame Street? The count. The, count. the count. Yeah, he just he, he just he just counted. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I'm like a Sesame Street like stan. Like I know my Sesame Street lore. Sesame Street like the OG. That's sick. It's like just Muppets. Yeah, Jim Henson. Oh yeah, dude. Jim Henson was the guy. So sick. Like early '90s Sesame Street was peak. Like '92 Sesame Street, dude. Come on. The, Elmo, the the OG Elmo tapes. Who was your favorite? Who was your favorite uh, guy? Oh, I mean, I had the original Tickle Me Elmo. So like, Elmo was like my dog, ride or die, out the womb. Did your family fight tooth and nail to get that for you on uh, on a uh, Bla- Black Friday? Black Friday. <laughs> probably, <laughs> dude. Probably because I was a little spoiled baby when I was just an only child for that fourteen month period, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and man, I used I had everything. <laughs> Till that little DJ I'm, came uh, I'm I'm getting away from the topic a little bit, but I think our intros are now just kind of like we gotta have to go on a tangent. It's a podcast. Yeah, we gotta talk about some other bullshit. Yeah, we gotta bullshit. Yeah. Uh, did you, Did you guys ever go to Black Friday? Like, did you guys ever? Uh... Man, I work at Best Buy. I'm doxing myself, but <laughs> so you know what that means. Yeah, if you ever want, to, if you ever want, if you want some cheap uh, technology, come come to Kent. Don't get it too cheap though, because then I, then you gotta come to me to get it fixed. I'm a manager for Geek Squad. Yeah. No, he sells it to you broken. Yeah. He's grifting so bad. He's grifting. What a racket he's running at Best Buy. I'm grifting. I'm Candace Owens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, we do it all at Best Buy. Not a sponsor. Uh, But, yeah, did you guys... Did you guys ever actually go to Black Friday though? Like, did your family? I, my family never did. Like Black Friday like, shopping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I was like a shithead, like sixteen year old, I would just yeah, go out with yeah. my friends. Back when like Black Friday, like, like at that point, like it wasn't even a thing anymore. Like I feel like we no. were like the only the only people walking around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did you guys Did you guys ever go to like a midnight release of a video game though? Um, no. No, because. Call of Duty, when that was hot, like, my parents were not, they were cops. Like, I had to go to my friend's house to play the COD. So the COD drops, no. Yeah. And then, nah, not really. I was more a Nintendo kid. Nintendo drops were gotcha, on a Tuesday gotcha. at 3 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, literally. I remember going to <laughs> yep. get, like, Smash, like, the day after, like, yeah. the, new, like the ultimate. See, right. I just came in, like, the day, the yeah. day it dropped. Just get it, go, no get it after there. school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't think I was that, I wasn't that, like, Mountain Dew-pilled. Um, like I wasn't. Yeah, no, a, I, I didn't was, even go to the Skyrim release. Eleven, eleven, eleven. Yeah, it was an kids, iconic kids, day. Were all, <laughs> kids were always like, "Oh, like we need to like get prestige before everyone else and all that." I was like, "I'll just wait." <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, because even the, I mean, nah, I'm trash. Because even the fighting games are sucked. Mm-hmm. You get the games, and then you like, you at this point, you get a game, you come home, and you have to download shit for like two hours anyway. Yeah, yeah. especially if it's a Western so, so you, game. You came, 
He, he can't even play it. No. Yeah, that, that's a meme I gotta send y'all. <laughs> of that. It's like, ooh, Western. How do you know a Western game dev has been here? 156 gigabyte download. <laughs> how how goofy is it that like a game that's just released already has an update? Like, bro, no one's played it that's yet. So dumb. Oh, I literally had a, like a mid 20s rant with this guy. I was checking out. He got the PS5, the play, the Spider Man one. And I was like, don't you love that they don't come with the game anymore? He's like, I'm telling you, man. I'm like, remember the time you would buy a game? You get it? You get it in 2008? You get the CD, you download it. There's nothing else. You know DLC. That's the whole yeah, game. Yeah, straight $60, up. You get the whole game. It's so much better. Now you got now you got the season passes. You, you it spent it takes two years for the whole game to come out, and you end up spending three hundred dollars just to get all the passes and all the DLC. Yeah. I, I literally stopped playing video games because of like the loot crate shit and like the the season pass shit. It's like I want a whole exp- like yeah. I I don't want to like keep buying stuff like oh, I never play detail right like G. I, I like the story mode. Like, maybe I'm just, like, boring, but I like to play games kind of solo a lot of times. I, that's how like, I am. I'm a solo guy. So I can give you I can give you recommendations and recommendations on complete solo games that are just sick kick-ass yeah. that were just, are just fun. Like, GTA, I love, like, GTA Five, like, the story mode and just driving around doing the shit. Mm-hmm. But then, like, they did a billion updates for online, but no updates for a single player at all. Yeah. And I was like, like well, I mean, it's just so people pay their money. But, like, I would pay money for DLC for a single player. Shoot, I know. I'd replay San Andreas more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like, uh, mul- like, multiplayer online games, but, like, when you, like, don't have time to really, like, sink into it, like, you can't just, like, casually be like, yeah, I'm gonna play for, like, 30 minutes, because, like, chances are, like... That match is an hour and a half. Yeah, well, that, and, and you're out of the meta, like, you don't know what's going on. Bro, for real. Like, and, and, and you know why else we, uh, we don't have the time for that? Because we're watching movies. Because we're watching... True. Bleed. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what did we just spend, uh, two weeks watching? <laughs> <laughs> the shade. <laughs> no, I was telling. Said we're fucking up our schedule. <laughs> we have watched, we, we we've literally watched a movie every day for two weeks. Like that's literally what we've been doing. Yeah, we've been prepping for this moment. We yeah, we have we have analyzed every we have, we watched the movie once. We watched the movie twice. We watched the movie frame by frame. It took us all day to do. Just to get you this episode. Yeah, I literally took the movie. I did illegally download it, put it into my Final Cut Pro, cut all the scenes up, and then put it back together, exported it, and then watched it. We've analyzed it, every single scene. We've seen the cuts and the uh, specs on the frames. You don't watch movies. We watch movies. Yep. We're the the only movie podcast. And it'll come out two weeks from now because I can't have time to edit it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to edit it frame by frame. True. Every every single frame of us talking gets edited by Evan. He is a genius in the stew. Yeah, I'd be... I'd be uh, that's, that is literally unironically. His third eye is open now. Yeah. I got to watch the movie along while I edit it. Gotta make exactly. sure everything's accurate. No, I don't gotta, do that. Gotta make sure every single, everything's accurate. No, I don't do that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we, we we did watch Blade, and what a movie! What a movie! Takes me back to the year before I was born. Wasn't even thought up yet. I Loki always forget that it's like basically a Marvel movie. Oh, it, yeah. it, it absolutely. And yeah, it's it's really interesting that Blade is like kind of the first like yeah real real hollywood marvel movie i mean howard the duck it kind of counts i guess yeah yeah howard the I, duck I is marvel comic. seen that movie Macron, yeah marvel comics you're right yeah i've never actually seen that movie i have not either i heard it wasn't no. honestly 
interesting enough, I think it would be interesting for them to do a Marvel TV series about him. I thought they, they were hinting at it because they they put him in Guardians of the Galaxy. They did get they did put him in that. They do so much other bullshit that why don't they have him a movie or a show? Call Kevin Feige up. Tell him tell him I got some real ideas. Put that sh- shelf that yeah. other shit. Hey, they been, they've been flopping hard. Uh, besides Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Three, did really. you, yeah. Sorry to go off, but I mean this is still you know Marvel on, on topic here. But yeah, did you peep that? Oh um, yeah, this is on topic. Yeah, did you guys we're peep just that? About Black um, Friday. That Marvel show, Secret Invasion, that last episode, it had the worst rating of any MCU media ever. Really? Uh, they yeah. shelved it. Well, they didn't shelve it. Was the se- it was the season finale, and it was such a flop. Yeah. That the rating I, just. I saw that it. it was a flop. Uh, Marvel's been doing pretty bad recently. Uh, I saw that uh, not a single superhero movie is in the top three of uh, highest-grossing movies uh, for the year. And it's oh, like yeah. I th- I think I think it's just I, I mean, think there's fatigue the with the superhero shit. There's yeah. absolutely but, fatigue. And there's definitely fatigue, but yeah. like I, they're just not coming with their best. No, I mean, they're not. Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle, the Marvels looks like absolute dog you shit. You know what's funny? I heard that Blue Beetle was actually so entertaining bad. compared to all the other ones. Yeah, I heard, it, I heard, I heard, I heard it was a decent movie. Yeah, like compared but, to like Black Adam and shit, I think it was like way better. Who fucking knows who? The, I mean, I know who the Blue Beetle is just because I was like looking at like comic stuff when I was younger they, he's not even a major character though oh like, yeah in like he's like night like he's in Batman like, Brave in the Bold so if you didn't watch that show mm-hmm. you probably yeah. wouldn't know yeah like I, I used to have like the Mar- Marvel and DC encyclopedias as a kid okay so you were based okay but but yeah yeah they were sick to read through but like even his little like character slot in that book was like a minuscule character slot like it was like kind of like a tiny little thing on there he's just their Iron Man essentially yeah, he's like an Iron Man, like slash, like yeah, like the Wasp slash, yeah, like, that type of shit. And it's like, what? Like, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy three was pretty decent, I think. Like, I thought it was a good movie. It was solid. But like, what else came out like this year? Was it Black Panther? Black Panther was alright. I didn't even see They're Black right. Panther two. I'm sick. It was. It was alright. Yeah, I heard I, it was I mean, decent. I just didn't even watch it. I will eventually. I heard Guardians three was good. Didn't watch that yet, it yet, but solid. I will. I heard it was decent. I think that was like the best one that they did. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a hater. I like. I enjoy them just because like I grew up with them. But like these characters that they're coming out of movies with, like who gives a fuck about these guys? Like if you don't know, like hella niche. Yeah, very niche, and it's like. But the more the more just, you pinpoint, the nicher you get. You you're running out of heroes. <laughs> exactly, and like the new the new like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's like he's gonna be the Captain America now. Oh, he already is the Falcon. He already is, and it's like he already is. Oh yeah, because of the TV show stuff. I, I haven't watched any of the TV shows. Like I'll get to them, I guess, when I feel like it. But like I really don't feel like watching that stuff right now. And it's like even Star Wars. Like Evan, have you been watching the? Uh, the new series, oh, the Ahsoka uh, series. No, I was waiting for it all, it all to come out, and then I was going gotcha, to watch gotcha. it. Um, that, one so, like, like that, that one I'm pretty hyped for. There's like so much like stuff that just isn't hyped as much as you'd think it would. Like the Lord of the Rings show came out, no one really even said much oh, about Rings it. Oh, Rings of Power, yeah. My nerdy friends, they're really into it. My nerdy, yeah, friends. I know some, some people at work that liked it a lot, but. Really? I mean, I was never super into Lord of the Rings in the first place. It came I out at the Lord same the Rings, time as House of um, Dragon, the House of the Dragon. Yeah, that, literally yeah. the same time, and it's like who like you'd rather watch that? That's like, yeah. But I heard House of the Dragon wasn't mid, but I heard it was it was kind of Mickey compared to I, Game I, of yeah. Thrones. I heard it was all right. Yeah. I mean, the ending of Game of Thrones is like if you know Ooh, anything about dog it, water you're going straight. Season, yeah. You're going. You're going straight into like a series based on the 
part of the show that was wrong like they did wrong like they fucked that shit up mm-hmm. you're going straight into a series about that stuff like I don't know it, it, it's probably not the best bet you can do with that yeah. world mm-hmm. I mean they, they kind of got fucked over by the George R.R. R. Martin not doing anything like he's literally hasn't written a book in years. He's just he's just collecting his track. He don't give a fuck. Damn, damn! It really it really got anime, bro. It got caught up with the filler. That sucks. <laughs> but we are talking about a superhero movie that is actually good. It was yeah. gas. It's so good. Ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time. Like this movie came out before The Matrix. Random yeah, question. It did. Do either of you guys know which which is the first Marvel movie to actually have the Marvel like splash screen in the beginning? Uh, Sam Raimi, uh, Spider Man. Is it is, is it Spider Man? It has to be right. Two thousand two. I, I can't tell you. Uh, I can't tell you offhand. I can look it up. I'm just curious because because how many years before did this movie come up in Spider Man? Only a couple, four. right? That's like four. Yeah, because yeah. it came out. Spider Man came out the same year as uh, Blade Two. Yeah, true. Two thousand two. What a great year. Mm-hmm. Two thousand two Spider Man. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So this this basically was like. Paved the way for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Paved the way for Spider-Man, X-Men, uh, Daredevil. Dude, yeah, Ultra. honestly, X-Men is a good point. Because X-Men was a little bit more raw, and it totally kind of had that aesthetic, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, super mo- superhero movies did exist. I mean, we had the Batman series, we had Superman series. And honestly, Blade kind of felt like Batman to me. There, was, like the there were so Batmans. many niche-ass superhero type things in the 90s too i mean you had shaq fu you had like uh <laughs> who else you had the phantom uh, oh you had yeah some, like really niche guys oh they had spawn dude there were some sick ones there were some yeah. sick comic book iterations in the 90s dick tracy um mm-hmm. yeah spawn is awesome yeah there's a couple of those dude heck yeah yeah so that that wasn't like completely out of the ordinary but yeah to the marvel i mean marvel is honestly the probably the most iconic I don't know. I say honestly, it is the most iconic. Or I don't know. DC, DC and comics are, are pretty... better to me, but I think Marvel has I, more I iconic love... characters. Like yeah. Spider-Man is in like Hulk, mm-hmm. like I, unavoidable. I love the Batman universe. Yeah, but Batman, Batman's the best too because he has the best villains to me. Yeah, his villains. Are Batman's great. villains I mean, are S tier. Like yeah. even his Superman Mickey Mouse villains are never... sick. Superman never really did it for me that much. Superman's cool, but he, the boomers, have a more connection to Superman than we do. Yeah, you know, I, I don't like how unflawed he is as a character. Like, or he's, he's, he's allergic, like, allergic to a rock. How lame. <laughs> he's got some interesting he's stories, though. You'd be surprised at how much he can get bitched out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I do need to, I do need to read more Superman comics. My um, one of my old managers actually gave me an origin story. I, I gotta read. Yeah, but, but, I like the one where where he's like, it's an alternate universe where he landed in Russia. Oh, Red Sun. Like Soviet. Yeah, Red Sun is very interesting. That's a I love a what if story like that. Soviet Superman. Soviet Superman. Mother Russia. Superman. <laughs> I am Superman. <laughs> you know, also Superman though. Um, uh, Mr. Blade, man, he's a Superman. He is a superhuman yeah. man. He is half human or half vampire. Half, is, half Edward Cullen. Would you, would you, so he's a Playboy Cardi Dan- fan. Yes, he, he invented the opium style. He is opium. He is opium. He is a K-I-N-G-V-A-M-P. Damn right. That's Yeah, that's me. K-I-N-G-V-A-M-P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. But yeah, I mean, 
Uh, didn't didn't Lil Uzi Vert dress up as like Blade one of those you know, one of those promo photos or something that before he dropped uh, Eternal Take? I never know how to pronounce that one. But. I'm not sure, but now I gotta look up Blade cosplay because that would be kick ass. So sick. And they are kicking ass. The Blade cosplayers literally showed out on Google. Oh man, that I'm sure that'd be that's honestly one of the coolest things you can cosplay as. Some of these dudes literally just look like Wesley Snipes. What the hell? <laughs> Wesley, okay, Wesley Snipes looks so sick in this movie. Kick yeah, ass. he does. Great casting, yeah. I thought. This movie had great Amazing casting. Amazing casting. Yeah. It's really strange. They were trying, they were thinking about Denzel Washington and uh, who mm. else? I know Denzel Washington. Well, like was a Will a, Smith or uh, something? Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne? Actually? Really? Yeah. I'm which not I do not mad. see. He's a little thick, but he was killing it in The Matrix. Yeah, yeah, I could see yeah, it. I could see it. I could yeah. see it. I mean, hey, Forrest Whitaker, he goes dog or shit. I, I, yeah. I can't see him like. I think you can't see him like kicking ass like how Wesley Snipes does. Nah, yeah, no. Nah, Wesley was going, getting it, bro. Yeah. He was, he was like the black Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie. Bro, literally. Damn, I be forgetting how much I love Schwarzenegger movies too. Nah, but so yeah, sick. I this shit made me realize I love action movies. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I watched this with my girlfriend. She watched it for the first time. She loved it too. And she usually doesn't love action movies like this, but she uh, ate it all up. The '90s aesthetic, the how sick Wesley was, like the music, everything. Dude, the fucking and one-liners? Are you kidding me? The one-liners. Yeah, get out so of here. He was flying so with them, bro. Mm-hmm. He was like fucking like Jay Z with the one-liners, bro. It was killing me. <laughs> so good, and it, honestly, like apparently, originally David Fincher was supposed to uh, was uh, supposed to direct. He said mm-hmm. he helped with the writing with the David S. Goyer, really? the, the writer. And he was and, like, uh, damn, I want to do Fight Club instead. Huh? Yeah, he dipped <laughs> out, and uh, Stephen Norrington did it. But David Fincher's one of my favorite directors. He's actually coming up with a new movie soon, The oh, Killer. Yeah, The Killer. Um, guess, well, uh, Fastbender, right? Fastbender, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how that, that works. That poster uh, looked great. I'm a big Fincher fan, but I need to see more of his stuff. Like, the things I have seen, I love, but, uh... I've only seen like a few of his. Se- I saw Seven. Seven's one of cool. movies all time. Uh, I, never, I haven't seen Zodiac yet, but I know I'll love that. I haven't seen uh, Gone did, Girl. My parents like that one. He produced Mindhunter, and I have some qualms about, like, the... The... Th- I, I, the book that it was based on is, like, a little bit too, like... I, I, I'm not a big fan of, like, the narrative. I prefer other, like, uh, theories that are based around, like, the psychology of, like, serial killers and stuff like that. I think that they're, like, a little bit too, like, close-minded and cover stuff up for the government a little bit too much, in my opinion. But uh, I think the Mindhunter show is really interesting and really uh, a very dark look at, like, the mind of serial killers and stuff like that. Are you saying it's a little too glorifying? Not glorifying, but it like or almost masturbatory. I love to say that word. <laughs> I mean, I think that there was like programs like like MK Ultra type stuff going on in that area mm. that like the show glosses over that like ties like FBI and CIA like stuff and or not stuff but programs that kind of like almost like oh, if you look uh-huh. at like Va- v- Vacaville and stuff like that and like how many serial killers came out around that area. I think there's a very close connection with, like, Vacaville, like, um, the mental health institute there, and, like, 
the serial killers that came out of there and like Charles Manson, uh, Ed Kemper, stuff like that. Mm. They, they all stayed at the same, uh, mental institute before they committed their murders. Uh, really? Charles Manson, uh, Patty Hearst was also there. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, if you if you look into it a little bit, there's a book called Program to Kill that is very interesting. It's written by Dave McGowan, and it's kind of a very tough read, but it's mm. it's it's very interesting about that type of stuff. But I mean, Mindhunter is a good like first foray into that stuff. Also, Chaos by uh, I forgot the guy who wrote Chaos, but uh, it's a very interesting book about Charles Manson in the the sixties. Uh, counterculture. It's, it's written by Tom O'Neill. Mm. Uh, it like gives you a, a new narrative about that type of stuff, like the LSD. How like that was uh, seemingly it, it, they don't know where the LSD all came from, but it's pretty interesting. You can you can you can make the hypothesis that it came from the CIA, kind of like how crack came into like the streets in it the eighties from the CIA. Yeah, so they think that like LSD was like kind of like a, like a uh, not to get into much of a tangent about this type of stuff, but no, you're cooking yeah, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love uh, that shit. It, but yeah, it's really interesting. But Mindhunter is an interesting show, regardless of my qualms about it. Uh, I don't know if you guys have watched it. I highly recommend it. It's a shame that they got canceled. The actress they got to portray the serial killers are like insane. Ed Kemper is like the guy who plays them is uh, very, very chilling and a very great actor. Yeah, I hate when actors are, like, too good, and then you can't, like, distinguish them. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. God. He, like, plays that role of, like, a insane, like, a, a serial killer that is just has no qualms about what he did, and, like, literally, like, is just, like, a very, like, calculated and, like, disturbing individual. And it's, it's, he has no problem to tell you, like, exactly what he did to people, and just has no, oh, God, no remorse. Yeah. Sicko. Literally so scary. But, uh, yeah, David Fincher was uh, supposed to direct it, but he dropped out. So we got uh, Stephen Norrington, who kind of didn't really do much. He kind of fucked himself over hmm. in Hollywood and tried to direct uh, another superhero-type movie called The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, the uh, Smash Mouth movie. Sh- Shrek? I don't know. Oh, oh no, I'm mixing up movies. Uh, that's that's Mystery Men. That's Mystery Men, sorry. The League of Extraordinary yeah, no, the, Gentlemen. I remember that movie. It was, it was based on an Alan Moore book. It was yeah, like the Alan uh, Moore book. book. Yes. Yeah. Sean Connery. It was dude. Uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. I think quit acting after his movie. Bro, you know what's funny? Every so often, I'll, like a few of my like millennial followers will be like, "Dude, I loved this movie as a kid." <laughs> really? Yeah. The millennials like this movie. It must be like a comfort movie for them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looks like Stephen Norrington also was originally like a robotics guy and like a creature guy. He did like effects on aliens and hardware by uh, Stanley Stanley. Fuck, I'm thinking his last name. Stanley. Cooper. Oh, Richard Stanley. Richard Stanley. Richard Stanley. He was Stanley. like a cool, interesting director from that era. But uh, yeah, so he, he he did a hell of a job directing this though. I, I think. Uh, do you guys want to get into the movie itself now? Synopsis. Let's go. So, wh- where did you guys watch this movie? On? We finally caught it on HBO Max. <laughs> yeah. Originally Netflix. It, originally, it was on Netflix last month. I watched and on they both. Took it off. I own it on 4K. Flex. Uh, fly, yeah, flexing. It, it it looks great. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm sure the Max is basically the same uh, as the 4K. Like I'm sure it probably use the same the same. Uh, 
whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we originally were supposed to watch this on Netflix before uh, like a couple days ago, and it wasn't there. So we took a little bit more time to wait for it, and then it was on Max September first. So mm-hmm. we all we all got caught up, and here we are. Worth the wait. Uh, Worth the wait, yeah. I'm sure it'll be on some type of streaming service when you watch this, listen to this podcast. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Paramount. Uh, it gets passed Google, around pretty often. Yeah. It's a hot commodity. Yeah, hey. What can I say? So what, what, what do we, what do we see when we, uh, when we pop in the disc? Yeah, we, uh, first scene is a, uh, there's a pregnant lady in an ER getting rushed to a room on a stretcher and it looks like she was bitten by something around her neck. 1967. Yeah. Back in 1967. Um, yeah, she gives birth to a, uh, a baby blade. Baby blade. And then, baby uh, Eric blade. Yeah. His first name, his name, like birth name was Blade. Yeah, baby blade. Baby blade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, then. well, she was pregnant. She was a pregnant woman who was bitten. What it seems to yeah. be. So, yeah. she, so she, her infected blood probably got onto the baby. But and let me just say that was a huge fucking baby. That baby is. I know. Yeah, they pull they pull that thing out. Baby. I was like, whoa, Jeez. big ass boy. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so yeah, so we'd see the baby, and then we get a uh, cut away from that scene. And it says, oh, we, now we get the title credits. Yeah. And it says now. It, 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 we are now in now, which was actually 1998. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I guess it was now, so I guess it's now 2023. They should have just no. said present day. I didn't like that they said now. Yeah. Yeah, now. <laughs> it just says now. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> we ran out of title card lettering. <laughs> we get one of the best intros of a movie, yeah. I think. Love ever. the scene. Yeah, so first we get... Uh, we see a dude in a car riding passenger to a a, a, a baddie driving it, and uh, she she grabs. I think, I think that is Tracy Lords, which if you know anything about like ex or she was, it is a very interesting story. Uh, she was a porn actress from the seventies, and uh, probably one of the most famous porn actresses of all time, and uh, it or I guess it was the eighties. The lady from but the movie? Turned, yeah, the lady in the scene. Uh, I think this is Tracy Lords, who the red-haired I girl. Think, yeah, I think she. I think this was her. I know she's in the movie. One of these. One of the. Uh, but she uh, basically it was really controversial. She lied about her age, and so like there's a whole chunk of the movie she made where she was underage, and like they no one knew at first. And now, like, of course, people know. And, like in porn, like she was making like yeah, like she was sixteen. She was a yeah, cheese pizza the, star. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, uh-huh. she was like literally one of the most famous. Because you were saying in the seventies, I'm like, she looked young as hell in the nineties. What the fuck you mean? Yeah, I meant, I meant, I meant the eighties. Okay, eighties, but, uh, but even still, that's my bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I kind of like uh, inf- or com- I I kind of like Jeez. associate the seventies as like the golden age of that like uh-huh. film. Like it was like people actually went to theaters to go see those things yeah. back in the seventies. Yeah. I guess eighties too. Yeah, what's his face got caught in the eighties? My boy, Pee-wee yeah, Herman. yeah. Pee Wee Herman, rest in peace. Like rest in peace. Rest in peace. We lost Pee Wee Herman and Smash Mouth. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she uh, but, uh yeah. she grabs grabs his crotch in the car and she's like, What is this? And he's like, she's My heat seeker. Heat. <laughs> 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 and we're all so we get a ton of bad ton of great bad or great one liners, and that's it's right off the bat. One right there. Yeah, yeah. But they uh they arrive at the it's like a, a meat locker, like meat like butcher plant. Yeah. And that's where we get to the uh the blood rave. So sick. Yeah. There's Would a, you guys go to a rave in a meat in a meat factory? Uh, probably stinks. That shit reeks. You ever gone to the meat market right. in Detroit, bro? I smell like raw meat mm-hmm. for a week when yeah. my grandma made yeah. me go to that shit. I was mad at her for a week. I love going there though. Oh, yeah. nah, I was the like 10, I was like, this shit, crabbing my style, man. I'm going to my Pokemon cards. You got me fucked up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're, they're getting down, getting dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it pretty, looks like a fun time. Yeah, I it's, mean, you know, sexy. You know, we dancing, we clubbing. And yeah. Bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, They're going hard. Yeah, and then they're, the, like, dancing, like, stepping up in there. And DJ, yeah, DJ yells out, bloodbath. Blood rains the, the down. guys get... The one guy's getting uh, head. Yeah, yeah. Quinn is getting neck, and then Quinn is getting neck, and then it's like mostly from the perspective of this poor mortal man who just like walked into yeah. the work. <laughs> he's about it, yeah. and he's yeah, just Quinn's like, getting... "What's going on? Where, where's my girl at?" And he's just getting tossed around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like they, people do not want him in that. Hell room. nah. And then they, I, and then he, and then I started looking. I was like, "Oh, they looking at him like food, bro." No, oh, yeah. They yeah. Was looking hungry. At him like I was looking at my dad's ribs yesterday, bro. <laughs> but they're raving they're they're having a good time yep. and uh the blood's coming down besides that guy he's not having a good time at all he seems very scared of where his girl has just dragged him off to yeah uh and uh so they they really start getting down and uh bum rushing him uh after the blood comes down uh i think we start to it's very clear to see what's going on now mm-hmm. yeah they're trying to trying to suck him off you know they're trying to suck him off, but not in, not in, the, way he, not in the way he wants. Give him, that, give him that suck. My man was ready to go. Yeah, but then in comes good old Eric to the rescue. Motherfucking Blade. Mm-hmm. Who fucks them all up. He goes ham. So uh, sick. It's, one, it's, it's definitely one of the coolest intro fight scenes, yeah, for sure. It's like, badass. Whooping ass. Like, he's got the shotgun that shoots, like, stakes out. He's got, like... His swords, which the most impractical samurai swords, because they don't have like a thing to block. Like you know, like how swords are supposed to have like a little. Yeah, there's thing no to guard. Your hand. Like yeah, gu- there's no guard. Yeah. So he's just he he doesn't care. He's not gonna get attacked. Or he's not gonna get killed anyway. He's fucking blade. He's too quick for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he yeah. he cuts them all up, and some some of them escape, but he's left with him and Quinn. And Quinn is this guy who is revealed. That like he is like a henchman for like um this guy Frost we'll get introduced to in a little bit, but Blade says he's uh, getting sick of killing him because you know he's a vampire they can regenerate, and so he tries lighting him on fire this time so he just light- sets him ablaze. First he stakes him up into the yeah yeah not one once but twice mm-hmm. double stakes him yeah and it's it's pretty like it's pretty pretty crazy that he lights him on fire like it's 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 pretty brutal yeah and uh, he gets away. Yep. And then uh well he gets he gets rushed uh, to the morgue. Well, yeah, he goes, he doesn't get away. He gets uh he's still alive is what I meant, but he uh yeah, he ends up going to the uh morgue in a body bag. In a body bag. Uh yeah, he's uh we think he's dead. Yeah. And then we get like a very soap opera scene where 
this this girl uh, Karen Johnson who is examining this body is with her like basically her boss and he's like basically trying to like pressure her pressure her into getting back together yeah. it's clear that they the were exes. in a couple at some point mm-hmm. and it's, it seems like a very bad uh, I mean, HR would want to hear about this oh, for yeah. sure yeah there's a violation there yeah, yeah title 9 but this was 1998 so it's fine it's okay then it's okay. He can he can pester her all all he wants. Uh, but uh, while they're doing this, uh, the fucking Quinn, the bo- the burnt to a crisp body, just come jolts up out of nowhere, bites the dude, mm-hmm. the dude doctor, and scares the shit out of Karen, and also bites her. It takes a good old chunk out of her. <laughs> yum yum yum. Mm-hmm. But then Blade shows back up again. Blade is back. He he has a sixth sense of where these vampires are at. He knows. It's like it's his job or something. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he starts shoot, he starts shoot, shooting at the the burnt to a crisp vampire, and uh, well, first he picks up the girl, and he starts shooting at the vampire, and the hospital security is like basically like what the fuck? Like they they start like firing back. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blade goes. Motherfucker, are you out of your damn mind? He said, he said, motherfucker, are you out of your goddamn mind? <laughs> in the most Wesley Snipes way possible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can never do it justice in a million years. Uh, hey, we still love you, Trevor. I, 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 I feel... I said world's smartest police officers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what... I mean, I feel like you would. I mean, you probably wouldn't want to fire and, like, shoot, shoot your gun off in the hospital. I feel like that's pretty bad. But like you, you wouldn't expect on. the sec- <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't expect the security to just be like yeah whatever like let's just let this happen without like any context like it's got to be pretty jarring for them to see this happen right this is black not even black he's like covered in soot and he's just like covered in soot and blood he's just like like okay <laughs> what's going on but uh, then we get a scene where uh, basically Quinn or Quinn gets away mm-hmm. uh, Blade is now with Karen Johnson Jensen sorry uh, and they're at the ledge of this hospital like very high up and he like some for some reason he like just tosses her out the window you're like there's no way she'll make this and then somehow she lands on like a like a pillow or like it's like it's basically like a, a thing full of garbage like it's it, classic it, movie it trope. Fall. Yeah, yeah. It's like, classic, a, thing, like yeah. a bunch of bunch of trash bags, and she lands on that somehow, falling from like three stories, and somehow she's fine after that. After getting bit too. Not her. Just, her shoulders dislocated, and he pops it back in. The, oh yeah, in place. yeah. She he, she does. she was unscathed. Nah, she was not unscathed because she returns she returns the favor later in the movie. Yeah, this little <laughs> romantic moment by uh, by <laughs> popping her his his dick back in the place. Oh hey hey. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um, you, you're, you're talking about his weapons. His, I think his guns are super cool in this this movie too. But like, you never see him like change clips at all. He, he's just unloading rounds, and he has like, yeah. he, he's a shotgun. He literally has a shotgun. Yeah, and he's he's yeah. using them over and over again. Like he has the smallest clip on these, like you know, his Uzis or whatever, and he's just, <laughs> just unloading. 
Never changes clips. Nukem. She's yeah. <laughs> it's unlimited bullets. Yeah, oh, I'm saying, like, I said the, the combat is giving like PS1 N64 <laughs> badass rated M realness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just unlimited ammo. Press yeah. X to reload. <laughs> also, the nickname. They call him the Daywalker. That shit is sweet as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like the vampires refer to him as Daywalker. Because they can't. They're they're the night walkers. Cause he, cause they can't do it right. Yeah. The the uh the fight choreography is really good though. Like it's, no, so it's good. So much be- so much better than like modern like yeah, fight scenes. What is that? Why is like, it so the sh- good? The sh- the shaky cam nowadays like it's like just so awful. Very like, YouTube right that. now. Yeah. yeah. It's and it looks like, be- it looks like somewhat believable too. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I blame sure. the Kingsman yeah. movies. Really? <laughs> I mean, I, no disrespect. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love like I love the Bourne movies, but I hate how every movie tried to like oh, yeah. copy the Bourne the Bourne mm, movies, yeah. like the fight style. I love those movies, but like you can't do it like they did it. I haven't seen them in so long. So long, yeah. Like high school. I love those movies. And then another thing I noticed, like every character in this movie decides to, like it's just like it's trope in a lot of movies, but in this movie people they like They'll know it's, like, blood, and they'll immediately put it in their mouth, like, to test if it's blood. I never understood that. Yeah, even the human dude at the club. Like, why did you yeah. lick that off the ceiling? Like, that could have been oil, <laughs> you freaky, nasty yeah. ass. could have been like, on us, though. That's fucking foul. That is, we're, like, we don't know where that blood's it's coming gotta from. It's got to be pig's like, blood. Yeah. Like, that could be some rotting meat you just put in your, like, you're, you're asking for, like, Hepatitis. You're yeah. a meat market and it's raining blood. Like maybe you shouldn't drink that. Yeah. Or it's like just straight rust water, like out of the pipes, because it, it comes out of like the yeah. sprinkler system in the ceiling. Like that could just be like rusty ass water. True. Mm-hmm. But uh, after after he throws it out the window, he decides to take Karen home mm-hmm. to his lair. It's, it's like, like a it's like a hideout factory. Yeah. It looks like the the factory in RoboCop almost. Uh, yeah, kind of. They takes her back to his hideout, and we meet uh, Mr. Chris Chris Christopherson. Yeah, Whis- Whistler. Whistler, mm-hmm. love Whistler. Looks like he's Kid Rock's dad in this movie. <laughs> they could have casted Jeff Bridges too. Yeah, yeah they look yeah, so definitely. similar. <laughs> they really do. Whistler is like, uh, w- like Blade's like techie old head guy. Yeah, he's like his you Alfred. Know. Yeah, exactly. He's just way more rugged and raw. Raw. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool as hell. He's just living in the Batcave. He's got the Amer- yeah. dude, the freaking American steel running, rolling into his little hideout. Mm-hmm. The muscle yeah. car was sweet. His car is so sick. It is badass. Another thing, Batman 2022. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. American American style. Sorry, one second. Oh, yeah, when they walk in, the Bad Moon Rising needle drop, too. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's more like a I feel like that's more like a werewolf or I guess moon vampire or yeah, werewolf. I, I, I consider that more of like a werewolf movie or werewolf song. Yeah, I think, but it was just you know the whole the nighttime. Yeah, 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 yeah. dusk. And it's uh, really goofy because we're in this. I, I feel like they're like making a joke, but like they treat garlic like it's like a goddamn like potion in this. Oh, in this I universe. love that. Dude, that makes that felt like a video game. It was killing me the way that yeah. they're just like the way that the, it's like a joke that they think that like crosses and stuff work. Like that's stupid. You think crosses work? Yeah. But this garlic juice though, they're allergic. <laughs> they're allergic to it. <laughs> they're allergic to it. They're like, no, that's a that's just in the comic books. But garlic though, that's the real stuff. I think <laughs> they're trying to get away from like the gothic vampire a lot, so they're like, yeah, we're trying not to be traditional. Cause like 
vampires can be like they can't they're not all just christian vampires like in this universe we have like different types of vampires like it's not all like it's the edm the edm vampires like we got some we we got some like buddhist vampires we got some krishna vampires we got we got all kinds of vampires in this universe i'm sure we got a rasta Rasta vampire yeah man <laughs> Suck your blood, man. Bumba clot. Bumba clot. <laughs> Suck your blood, blood brother, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Blade brings uh, Karen inside, and, and Whistler's like, "Bro, you should have killed him, or should have killed her in the first place." Uh, but you know they'll they'll shoot her up with some garlic. Which honestly, is that even safe to do? Can you inject garlic into yourself? That sounds insane. That shit was uh, killing me, bro. I loved it. I prefer I prefer to boof it. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Suppository, bro. Yeah, so suppository garlic. Yeah, so she uh, it like stops, stops, it slows down the the vampire turn. But if she starts yeah. to turn, he says, "Yeah, kill her." Yeah, kill her. Whistler is like the guy. He's like he he's he he doesn't he doesn't joke around. He's business. He uh I don't know. He he uh he's like this like this old white trash dude that lives in the factory. He chain smokes. He's drinking. He he walks with a limp. So sick. He's like everybody's favorite coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like everybody's favorite uh, assistant coach. I feel like assistant Blade coach. Mm-hmm. Blade is the coach. Coach Blade. Coach Blade. But yeah. The next scene, we we uh we get the round table of the vampires. We get knights at the round table, vampires at the round table. Uh, mm-hmm. Leading it is one of my favorite uh, exploitation actors in the seventies, Udo Goddamn Kier. He looks sick. He's a great actor. He performs hard on his role. He was in like uh, Flesh for Frankenstein. Uh, he was in Blood for Dracula. He was in a lot of old like seventies like uh, Andy Warhol's Frankenstein. Uh, a lot of a lot of good seventies exploitation films. Suspiria, uh, a mm. lot of good stuff. Mm. If you know him, he's iconic. He looks, he's great in this movie. Yeah, yeah. So we get introduced to like all these like uh, vampire leaders. I guess they're you can call them, but uh, yeah, the League of Vamps. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they call in Frost, who we mentioned before, who runs all of like, these like vampire nightclubs in the area, and um, who, <laughs> the who, who vampires versus the nightclub millennial vampires. Yeah, the, yeah. Deacon Frost is like the most like '90s like like cool guy ever. Like he, he looks like an anime just, villain, like with the yeah, hair. The yeah, hair, yeah. like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the the style, he's like so like he has like a devil make hair attitude. Is oh, okay, the, yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, devil make hair. That's like that's the phrase. Yeah, Mister Frost has a uh, very different, uh, very different mindset than the old vampires. Yeah, he, has a, uh, he, he thinks that the it's kind of like a X Men type situation where he kind of mm-hmm. wants to like to get rid of the humans and the vampires are a superior being and that like mm-hmm. like. Vampires should just take over and fuck over the humans, kind yeah. of like X Men, like yeah. how Magneto yeah. thinks. Yeah. But uh, as we basically just see him get a slap on the wrist, and he basically's like, "Fuck off!" Like I don't care. Yeah, yeah we keep doing my shit. I they fuck with Frost. That. You like him? He's kind. Of, I kind of fuck with Frost. Like he's like he's kind of funny because like he's so like he's so edgy, but like I fuck with yeah. his, like I don't give a fuck attitude. <laughs> it's kind of fun, and it, it just works with the movie. At first in this scene, I thought it was kind of cringy, but like the more like it he is. pops up, it, it, the more it works. I think. I just yeah. the, he plays into it, and I'm like, you know what? You're you're going, you're all into it, so I'm all into it. Like, if they if they wrote a if they wrote a character like this, and now like people would complain, but I like characters like this that are just like so, like, 
like they're so themselves. Like they're not like they they don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. And, there's, like and it's like a stereotypical villain. Like he's really just I'm just the villainous villain. Like I just yeah. Mm-hmm. Fear. Keep it like simple. Anytime I'm anytime my cronies are giving me bad news, they look scared. Like I'm just I'm mm-hmm. just a yeah. bad guy. Yep. And then. After this, we get a really goofy scene that it really there's really no point to. No, not really. Um, to, like show that Blade has connections in the city, but we get the <laughs> coolest handshake ever. Yep, it's so sick. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Blade basically just like talks to his homie and gets uh, some gets more the garlic. The, the garlic. Gets more blood. garlic. <laughs> now he and literally says like essence of garlic on the, on yeah. the capsule. He gets his what they call, they keep referring to as serum, which is like it like. Well, yeah, it's a separate than the garlic too. I just like that. I just thought the garlic was funny. Yeah, true. Such a comic yeah. book movie. <laughs> yeah, it's goofy. He gets the serum, and it's like supposed to like slow down his turn into a vampire because he's he's he doesn't like the vampires, you know. No, he's not one of them. He's different. Yeah. Yeah, he needs the blood. He needs a lot of like he he has like the perks of a vampire, and I I, th- I think Deacon even says this in later in the movie. But he has the perks of a vampire without the drawbacks, and also the perks of a human without the drawbacks. Do you guys think, because I just thought about this, because they, they say that, like, uh, Whistler finds him and, like, you know, like, takes him in as his own and raises him to, like, be a vampire hunter. Do you think if, like, Blade just, like, lived off on his own somewhere, he just would have turned into a vampire and he only, the only reason he was a hunter is because, like, Whistler kind of indoctrinated him into hating him? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, he was literally just going to be a vampire child and he probably would have yeah. just yeah. followed his mother and... Well, well, they also yeah. Yeah. they also like it's very strange that he remembers his birth. Like I don't know, uh, it's strange. It's, it's kind of uh, weird. <laughs> but after the scene of like the the serum uh, fetching, the serum shopping, uh, Karen wakes up and is like alone in this hideout, mm-hmm. and uh, she uh, basically like overhears uh, Whistler uh, talking to Blade about the serum and like. I think he even gets the serum, like the treatment, where he's like strapped into a chair. Yeah, he starts like moving around. It seems very, it seems very painful. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, but it seems very painful. And then uh, it turns out that she actually is a blood doctor. Yeah. Who wouldn't or uh, who would have thought? Yeah. Also, why is a blood doctor? I guess they were had her in there because the body, the charcoal body that they were studying, had strange blood. So that's why she was there. Mm-hmm. Well, she probably, well, she, well, in a morgue, they probably, like, do, like, checks and see, like, what kind of, like, shit they have in their blood when they die, like, if it's an OD or... I, 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 th- I think, I think that's why they had her, they brought her in as, like, an expert, I think there was, like, a little, a, literally a scene where she was, like, viewing the blood in the yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, she, uh, overhears it, and then they notice, they, they she over, like, oversees this happening, and then they kind of notice her, like, peep, or uh, peeping, and they, like... She tries to run away. It's like, why? Like, first off, why do they care? Because she's already in there. Yeah. Like, they know she's there. It's not like why she tries to run away. She knows she's not going to escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this is where we get the exposition of, like, what's going on actually in the movie, too. Yeah. Like, they, they, they get her back, and then they explain it all to her because she's like, oh, like, I actually want to know this stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they uh, we, we, we move to uh, Frost, who's, like, listening to some music in a... It's like high. This is a drum and bass. Yeah, it. and this yeah. is like high tech library that's revealed to be like the uh, the archives. Quote unquote high tech. I mean, they're using like uh, for the uh, time. Yeah, for the two, time. Two, uh, two gigabytes of the hard drive. Yeah, they're, they're on the flop. They're on the floppy disks. Yeah, Facts. we get some cool like you know hacking into the mainframe type animations on the screen. You know, 
of uh he's like trying to <laughs> decipher these like ancient scripts from the vampires because he's like this place he's in is like the vampire archives and there's like a vampire bible some convoluted plot and the software is so smart it seems to know exactly what to do yeah he's just sitting there listening to music not doing anything yeah he's literally not doing anything <laughs> the it's just doing so it goofy yeah but like the old head walks in like the uh you know, the old yeah and he's like you know why are you trying to mess with that uh, even though it's already working it's like halfway done <laughs> like they, they could have been doing it all along <laughs> but then uh after this blade uh basically drops karen off in her in her hood mm-hmm. and he tells her like hey watch out there could be mm-hmm. vampires around even in the daylight and then uh immediately she starts like getting followed by people like like literally like right after blade drops her off yeah like in the elevator in her apartment and, and then doesn't he give her a gun too no they give her a uh um whistler before he actually like, gets in his car gives her a um yes the garlic, garlic mace. mace yeah the garlic mace yeah yeah, yeah. but I, I just remember there being a scene where it's like basically like oh you should kill yourself if you feel yourself trying to turn oh yeah yeah yeah, he's, he, he says, says, you know, said, take take the mace so I'm and then buy yourself a gun. Just kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, if you feel yourself turning, use that gun on yourself. You better wake up. The world you live in is just a sugar-coated topping. There is another world beneath it. The real world. And if you want to survive it, you better learn to pull the trigger. He's, a, he's obsessed with, like, people killing themselves, it seems. Yeah. And then also it's really funny before they go to the apartment, they fill up the car and Blade just lets the gas get everywhere. Yeah, what like, was up with that? No, egg Whistler was because Whistler, Whistler was light, lights that gas. And he was smoking while doing it. He was smoking. Yeah, he lights a cigarette up and he's like just spraying like, the gas all over the, the car. That was so tri- trippy. I was like, what the hell? It's like the scene from Zoolander. Bro, the Zoolander scene is incredible. They were so they were so free, okay? <laughs> they were free. <laughs> You can't say they didn't die doing what they, they loved. Exactly. They were living the f- living free. They were happy. They died with smiles on their faces. Mm-hmm. But uh, as she's getting followed, they do like the whole thing where she looks back and they disappear. And uh, she gets to her apartment. Her apartment's kind of chill looking. It looks yeah. pretty chill. Uh, I guess that's what you get if you're a, a blood doctor. Yeah. You get some nice wa- good wage. Uh, and yeah. uh, there's this bitch-ass mm-hmm. cop. He's like, I'm just trying to check up on you. He like literally just pops out of nowhere. Just breaking the law. You can't just hop pop into someone's apartment like that. <laughs> yeah, he's just doing a doing a routine check, and uh, he he she notices he has like this little like uh like tattoo on his neck, and it can't be good. And uh, just as soon as it's going to get uh, hectic in the in the apartment, uh, Mister Blade shows up himself, and uh, whoops his ass a little bit. He tears apart her her, her apartment too. <laughs> Just oh, yeah. trashes he the place. <laughs> just it, destroys yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, we find out that little tattoo on the on the cop's neck was a like a brand from Deacon Frost. Mm-hmm. He bitched that and dude was, out too. Yeah, he literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. So the cop wasn't even actually a vampire. He was like a like a, a wannabe vampire. Cause she thought he was. He was like vampire. Vampire. Yeah. And Dwight was like, yeah, he ain't. He a bitch. <laughs> Blade whoops his ass and interrogates them, and at the end he says, "You tell him it's open season on all suckheads." Suckheads. Suckheads. God, that's such like a mid '90s rap line. Like you suckheads. <laughs> like if you're like uh, fucking Raekwon uh, or some shit. <laughs> Gangstar. Gangstar for real, bro. I can see that. 
Yeah, and then for the next like 30, 40 minutes of the movie, that dude is just getting his ass just destroyed by Blade yeah. and the other vampires. Mm-hmm. He is the, the biggest bitch. Yeah, yeah, somebody had to be. He was like the gag character that just gets his ass kicked. I thought Quinn was more of a gag, though. Quinn I was the gag. gag Quinn was the gag character, but Quinn was actually strong. That dude had nothing. He was just getting. Yeah, he, he was, was getting punched. He was yeah. walking back. The impossible tasks. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> literally, because he wasn't a vampire. He had no power. No. But yeah, so basically, he like these vampire wannabes like run errands for other vampires in hopes that the vampire owners like give him a little little nibble on the neck and turn him into vampires. They'll suck him off a little bit. Yeah, give him a little top. But uh so Karen in the Karen gets in the way for some reason as uh Blade's about to like kill him. And so he so this Krieger guy runs off and uh they just she decides to join him. And, you know it, also it's really funny that he's whooping his ass just in the middle of the street and no one cares yeah like he's whooping a, a guy dressed up as a cop he's just whooping his ass mm-hmm. everyone's just, just like going about their day yeah yeah dude and but, then, uh, uh, where did, what did i write here yeah at that point i literally wrote everything blade says is in the utmost badassery <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah there are worse things out tonight than vampires like what like me the west way just has it insane cadence it's like so good mm-hmm. i know dude and it, it just he's just so like so serious like it's almost funny like he's just yeah. way too serious like he'll, he'll call someone a suckhead and he's just like it's such a like it sounds hard hard as fuck right yeah like he could say hey discord kitten and, kit and i love you and it would sound <laughs> hard they, they don't make they don't make action stars like that anymore honestly nah, mm-hmm. that's why they drop in expendables and it's just all their old asses doing what they yeah. did 25 years ago <laughs> wear mm-hmm. diapers literally because wasn't wesley in expendable <laughs> i think he was yeah he was he was in the second one i think see yeah and then after that he he went he dipped right yeah he cops in his cop car to make a to deliver well it's like later on in the night and blade kind of put a tracker on him right yeah and then it was like yeah. a little time lapse with the uh with the, f- the frame rate looks awful oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks so it was killing me it felt like a music video they basically were trying to like make it look like a high-speed car chase but it was just the cars like moving in normal speed but just looking fast looking oh my god it was like a it's weird like, time lapse thing i love it it looks it was, so I bad loved it. it was killing me dude <laughs> I was like, this yeah. is so 1998. It hurts. <laughs> isn't isn't there a scene in Saw kind of like that, like the chase at the end? Which I honestly kind of, it's like a very frantic. I love the frantic editing, though. Yeah, I like I like the way that looks. I kind of like it in a weird way. I, fr- I kind of rolled my eyes at it though. It's very kitschy. I like yeah. I like some kitsch in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the he leads them off to this like another vampire nightclub, which is way it seems way cooler than the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get there. It's like a cool Japanese style uh, nightclub. Yeah. Uh, there's like some like the idol girls you know, like, dancing. The idol yeah. girls dancing. Yeah. And uh, bunch of just got, bunch of yeah 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 yeah. It's uh, very ahead of its time. I feel like this type of stuff would be. I, like more iconic I guess this is like at the time when like people were watching like Perfect Blue and Akira for the first time yeah yeah for sure like this was like peak like anime being like actually a thing yeah it seemed like very Toonami core Toonami as hell yeah. Yeah, new episodes like, of Dragon like Ball the, GT at that time yeah mm-hmm. 
watching like trailers for like anime in the 90s and 2000s are so sick like they dude, always look so cool dude, for real that's how I got into it like I remember watching the trailer for Naruto in like 2005 and being like this is the sickest mm-hmm. shit I've ever seen these little ninjas what the even fuck even stuff like, like like Wicked City and like bro Wicked like, City and or Big O yeah if you guys ever watched yeah. the trailer for the show on, it wasn't even a good show it was called Big O on Toonami and it had the sickest sickest trailer no, I don't yeah. I don't I don't recall that one mm-hmm. not yeah, it. look like, up the Big O it's like a Gundam type shit it, it was it is it's like this rich guy it was like Batman meets Gundam it was like this rich guy oh, yeah. in a shitty city. Um, but he was like in the at night he would be the big O and he would go in this like fancy car that turned into like this mech I think, and he would just fucking just so go like fight crime. It was like Transformers almost. It was like Transformers meets Batman meets Evangelion. Uh, Gundam. <laughs> yeah. Gundam. Uh, did you did you ever watch a uh, Kogias? Oh yeah, Kogias is great. My friend Andy, uh, shout, shout, shout out my friend Andy, but his that's his favorite anime. They had that in One Piece. He loves those too. Yeah, Cold Geass is absolutely like a political classic. Yeah, uh, that's to, why that's why he loves it. Yeah, it's the political drama is actually sick in Cold Geass. It, it's 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 a little bit more based than yeah. He really does like po- he does like politics because One Piece is also political as hell. Yeah, yeah, he he likes that type of stuff. It's he's he's always saying it's or I mean it's a little more based politically or I hate that word but uh, I know than, I hate uh, the right wingers like, of these. Attack, I'm trying to attack, claim it back, attack, bro. Attack on t- Attack on Titan. Yeah, Attack on Titan is too. It just gets a little right wing there. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. Like, in, in a in a different way than. Uh, Politically, than uh, Attack on Titan. For sure, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the club is sick. Uh, they're they're. Uh, I love the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ichi the killer vibes. Yeah, very Ichi the Killer vibes. Uh, very '90s Japan. I love it. Uh, it reminds me of G4. Mm, yep. G4. The go, go to TV yeah. station. Uh, but uh, yeah. So what are they doing in this club again? They uh, um, they Blade and uh, Karen, you know, beat be, beat a bouncer's ass to get in there and start following Krieger, and Krieger leads him to uh, like the kitchen where they. You know, beat the information out of him that where like where the entrance to the archive is, which is happens to be in another f- fridge. So Krieg got his ass beat twice in one day. Yeah, and so Ooh. they 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 head down head down in the archive and find where uh, Frost was deciphering those those uh, glyphs from before. Yeah, which I did not think it was the same spot. Like it seems like I thought I thought I thought the place he was like deciphering them was like an actual like you know like museum or something but not nah, he's like in the basement of this goddamn that's what like, i thought too i thought it was kind of weird club. yeah and then we meet we a uh, uh, jump scare we meet <laughs> pearl bro yeah pearl pearl i love the pearl scene pearl pearl looks like the skinniest reddit mod <laughs> <laughs> bro <laughs> damn I'm gonna ruffle some feathers. <laughs> nah, no. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's 
too funny. Pearl is sexy. So Pearl, <laughs> so the, so that we were talking about the software. So Pearl was really the mastermind behind the software. I think Pearl, Pearl was doing Pearl, all the dirty work with the computers. Pearl was on on her coding shit. Coding or, shit. Like, I, I think I am actually misgendering Pearl because I think Pearl's actually a dude. Okay. But but Pearl has this very like they like basically fuck Pearl's voice up by using like this modulator thing like the filmmakers yeah like they make it sound like uh what does it even sound like like I, I don't even know what this guy is it's like, like the same squeaker like, filter that trolls yeah. use on what's that oh that oh it's nothing it's routine research <laughs> actually it's a video game. <laughs> It's very unnerving, and Pearl is just completely naked. Uh, honestly, the biggest jump scare. Vampires are allergic to garlic, and Pearl's allergic to showers. Looks yeah, nasty. Yeah, I, I don't think Pearl can even get into a shower. Nah. And mm-mm. they got. And the, what's really nasty? She got. Uh, he has all these blood bags all around them, like. Like Dorito, like just, like Dorito bags. Like Literally. Dorito bags, yes. Pearl's a fat fuck. Mm-hmm. And originally, <laughs> apparently, apparently they were supposed to have like a bunch of like babies in jars. Oh, hell around. no. And, and that shit had an NC-17 rating. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was supposed to imply that Pearl was both like needed, like both a pedophile and needed like, like child's blood to keep going where I preferred it. Ew, like literally like a person with a high, high appetite for some bullshit. Yeah. Only White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's really funny because Blade and Karen uh, find out a very easy way to uh, interrogate Pearl. Yeah. Oh, easy. Karen was enjoying that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Frying that's his when, ass. That's when Blade was like, damn, light. but you ripped this time. Yeah. <laughs> She said he moved. Yeah, she's like, yeah. using a UV a UV lamp to burn Pearl like a goddamn fucking chicken wing. Mm-hmm. Pearl got cooked. The whole ass roast. Right, rump roast. Yeah. <laughs> but they uh, they bust into the room where the uh, the vampire Bible is kept, and they find. Well, yeah, they get, they get the information out of Pearl mm-hmm. that they needed. Yeah. First, and then yeah, they they bust into another room in this basement that is seemingly never ending. Yeah. And they find this like young girl sitting there, which like, I don't know. It's she ends up being a plant, like one of the one of the vampires. But like, how long? Do, how long do you think she's been sitting down there in hopes that Blade was going to be there? <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty <laughs> goofy. There's a few things. There's a few things that are goofy about the plot and like just like the like why is this happening? This was kind of goofy. She was just sitting there, <laughs> like waiting. Yeah, I feel like it, they could have just done it without the girl. Like they could have just had the people show up. Yeah. But, they did this whole like sequence where Blade is like going through all these like different like he was like basically losing track of the girl and like had to find her again. Mm-hmm. And but it was pretty goofy. But then the rest of the vampire boys come through and they uh, basically trapped Blade. Yeah, they whistle or Quinn shoves a couple stakes in his shoulder and uh, they get to get the best of him. But Whistler comes in to save the day. Guns a blazing. Whistler comes through. Yep. Lights them all up. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Kills a bunch of them. And then uh, they escape through uh, this. Um, it's, it's, like a, it's like a subway station attached to this. Yeah. Attached to the basement of this bre- this bar. <laughs> it, it, nothing, nothing makes any no. sense. Like, it's, 
what city is this supposed to be? Is this supposed to be like Chicago or is this supposed to be like a like actual superhero like fictional city? Like generic New York City Marvel setting? I don't know. They never said. I don't yeah, I was going to say because I saw the skyline. I couldn't recognize the city. I just guessed I mean, it was New York. Yeah, it reminds me of New York and Chicago. Yeah. I don't know, like, like a mix I of bet, the two. Yeah, I bet it's a fictional city then. Like, the comic yeah. probably has the name of it. Mm-hmm. Vampire City. Vampire City. No, it's, it's Transylvania. Ah. Oh, okay. No, that I, wasn't I, I, that's ah, ah, I, 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 I didn't look it up. That's no, I know. Not true. I know it's not true. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah. I'm almost going to get that shit up. Uh, but, yeah, uh... So Blake gets pretty fucked up here, but uh, yeah, there's this whole subway scene where it's very, it's actually pretty chaotic. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat. It's pretty well well filmed and also pretty unbelievable again because yep. near the end, uh, they basically are getting chased by the vampires and all the vampires get fucked over by the subway besides Quinn and there's just Quinn and Blade left and Quinn's coming after them and Blade is like, Either gonna get fu- like he's either going to get killed by Quinn or there's really no other option. So Blade waits for the end of the train to come through the subway, grabs onto it, and is yanked while on the subway. And his ass would be like, his arm would be ripped off if that was like, I don't know how much vampire power he, power he has, but that shit A is super so strength. unbelievable. It, o- it only pops his shoulder out of place and yeah. Karen kindly re- repays the favor. But, like, a subway going... Uh, there's no subway that goes this fast in America. This is, like, a Chinese bullet train. He grabs onto it. Somehow he ends up on, like, the end pole of it. Yeah. Somehow. And is yanked away and somehow only dislocated his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know, physics. Yeah. <laughs> they escape, though, and they, they make it back to home base. And mm-hmm. um, Blade is... Blade's either asleep or, like, praying, one of the two. I don't remember. But... Whistler is like giving the backstory to Blade to Karen, saying that you know he raised yeah. him and stuff, took him in his own, told him about the the birth and everything. Yeah, we're kind of like a like a uh, very very laid back part of the movie. Yeah, after all that craziness mm-hmm. and uh, take a breather. So the cut away, cut away to Frost, and he somehow has captured Udo Kier's character, the head vampire, and. Uh, they basically all it's really goofy they all like put like some sunscreen on or something and like him and his like vampire uh, henchmen and they uh take Udukir out to the ocean mm-hmm. like to like he, they have him in like a like a hood over his head yeah and they like basically burn his ass to a crisp yeah uh take him to watch the sunrise yeah and they all have like this like sunscreen on so they don't get affected by the the sun. Yeah. It's really good. Pretty goofy. That dude's name, he had a crazy name too. It was, uh, what the fuck was it? Oh, Dragonetti. Dragonetti. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, damn, he got a crazy ass and cool ass name. Yeah. Rest in peace, Dragonetti. They flamed his ass, no pun intended. And the CGI looked awful at this part too. Yeah, I mean, that it, was, that might be one of the worst CGI parts. Awful. It looked so bad. <laughs> Like the CGI, yeah, I was like giving it to him for most of it. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's '98. What are you gonna do? But but this part, I think I think the issue was like the way like CGI was really only good for like certain lighting, and this scene had like very different lighting than like you'd usually use CGI in at that time period. So the lighting probably was hard to get right with the mm-hmm. effects. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably what was the issue because like I know that's why they it just looks so out of place. 
so dark. Yeah, that makes me want to watch the second one to see how Guillermo del Toro did the practical effects, because he loves those. We'll definitely get to the second one uh, here. Uh, I definitely plan on like, doing a lot of these as like series, like when we start a series. Okay. And All right, yeah, Phantasm. Right? Yeah, Phantasm 2 is coming up. Uh, I think uh, we're slated at like, the 12th episode. Yeah, dude, yeah. But, um, yeah, so at that point, I mean, Frost is like, He's kind of in his winning stage, you know. It's the mm-hmm. point where he's like, okay, the bad guys are kind of up, you know. He's making his moves. Yeah. He's doing his little revival thing. Nice ass, he's in his nice-ass mansion. Hell yeah, he's got a little, his, his Apple Power Book. It's before the MacBook. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's doing his little hacking thing, even though what's his fit Pearl is gone. But he's still, you know, he's still he's still up. Yeah. He's still ready. He, he's got some new Reddit mods working for him. Because doesn't he go, he goes right back to the uh, the cons- council right after that? And he's like, yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah. like, where's where's my man? And he throws the teeth at him. Yeah, he pulls his vampire fangs out before he burns. Not disrespectful. Not pretty badass. Though. Yeah, that's pretty what, cool. What is killing a vampire if you don't disrespect him and pull out the damn fangs? Got first? to. Like, damn, mad disrespectful. And at the, at the at the same time, Karen's up in the lab doing tests on vampire blood. She's trying to like find a cure for Blay and herself. And uh, Blay or Whistler's basically like, there's no way. There's no way. Uh, She's ba- he basically says there's no use to anything, and then he also reveals that he has cancer himself. Yeah, she also mm-hmm. invents um this like chemical that they inject into vampires, and it would make them explode. With no resources, mind you. No, she. I'm not, I don't know. She's, she's science. Just cooking. She just needs science. She's cooking, mm-hmm. and uh, then Blade and uh, Frost uh, meet up in the park. How does that? To, how does uh, that part even come about? I don't remember. All of a sudden, like the next scene is just them two in the park. Uh, like, how do they track each other down? I can't remember either. But that's when I'm like, "Yo, that's Brenda's song, bro. What the hell?" <laughs> I still think that's Brenda's song, y'all. I'm not gonna live that down. I'm like, that's 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 yeah. London Tipton, dude. That's London Tipton. <laughs> Jamie. I'm telling you, and then the timeline makes sense. It's like eight years before Disney Channel. Like, bro, that might actually be her. So, uh, basically, uh, Deacon has this little girl that he's, like, threatening to kill with Blade, uh, uh, while they talk, so Blade doesn't, like, try and fight him, Mm. and, uh, so, basically, uh, what, what does he even talk about? Basically, he gives him the Frost is telling. It gives him the rundown that we already, you know, he already went over with the the, yeah, the board. Yeah, so just showing that Blade Blade knows like what's up. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. is what this is explaining. So, and also he basically is like explains his jealousy of Blade of how Blade's like actually like the superior vampire that he, like he basically offers Blade to join his side. And Blade says, fuck no, of course, because he's not about to genocide a bunch of humans for no reason. He has no reason to. Mm -hmm. And so Frost gets pissed off. He throws this little girl, which is insane. They just throw this child across the fucking road. Almost gets hit by a car. Yeah, and Blade dives and saves her. Tells her, go home. Good guy, Blade. But at the same time, this is kind of a trap. This was a kind of a trap because at the same time, Karen and Whistler are attacked by Quinn and the rest of the vampire henchmen. Yeah, um, they beat Whistler to a bloody pulp and they, they take Karen. Um, so Blade goes in and finds Whistler and uh, Whistler tells Blade that Frost needs Blade's blood to complete the ritual. Like his blood's the key. Mm-hmm. So Whistler then kills himself, you know, because his 
his bites and stuff are too far gone. Like he didn't treat them. Yeah, Whistler was gonna die anyway, but yeah. he uh and Whistler uh Blade hands Whistler a gun and Whistler does himself out himself. Yeah. Just like he keeps telling everyone else to do. Then Frost leaves us leaves a saw tape for him saying he wants to play a yeah. game. I wanna play a game. Mm-hmm. And tells him the address where, you know, he can find him, which is basically just Frost yeah. Frost, you know place he's basically like he's basically just laying it out that i'm gonna trap you and blade's like i have no other option anyway so blade does go to that address he's on fucking i'm gonna beat some ass mode mm-hmm. he starts taking dudes out left and right badass style great choreography and uh when he finally gets the frost room he finds out oh his mommy yeah mommy's still there yeah. This was really weird. To, this whole thing was really weird to me. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, strange. When I first watched, I was so confused, and then I was like, "Oh, you know what? I watch anime. This is just some anime bullshit plot twist." Well, it, it like sort of makes sense because she's <laughs> like does. a vamp. She's like a vampire. If she's bitten, it completely makes sense. Like she's still the same age because vampires don't age. But why was she acting like that towards Blade? Oh, that part not, I don't she's know. She's not a human anymore, and she hasn't been. She has no relationship with him. She hasn't seen him in thirty years. Yeah, it's still in, still incest though, is it not? Well, I mean, it was a little horny, but I don't think it was like I don't think it was trying to be horny. I think it was just trying to be intimate. I don't know. It felt. A little I don't know. It was. It was. I see what you guys are saying. She's hot as hell too. That didn't help. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> tell you, every, so everyone's fine. a baddie in this movie. Bad as hell. Mm-hmm. I was just watching. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I get what y'all are saying. The tension was definitely on some Oedipus shit. It doesn't help that Blade is not, like, anything childlike at all. So, like, when you, like, meet up... Like, if you see Peter Parker meet up with, like, his, like, like hypothetical mom, like, it's like, oh, like, it's, like, a cute relationship. But Blade, it's like, he's, like, fucking, like, ripped and, like, literally, like, the most badass dude. So it's, yeah. like, it's hard to even imagine him having a mom. And there's that part, like, in the... Like, later in the movie where he's, like, you know, about to get... Be put in the ritual, and she's like caressing him and stuff. And I'm like, eh, I don't like this. Yeah, I don't know. It was a little off. Something. But this is where we also learn key information. His real name's Eric. <laughs> they just throw it in there. Yeah, that was the first time they name drop Eric. <laughs> Eric Blade. Eric, Eric Blade. Blade. But the the purpose of the mom is uh, basically she's now uh, Deacon's like mistress. Well, I think. Well, no, right? it turns out that Frost was the one who originally bit his mom in the. And okay, turn yeah, turn yeah, Blade yeah. into what he is. Frost is his actually just his dad. Yeah, it's crazy. Wait, was it his dad or was he was he just the one or he bit? He's the vamp daddy, vampire dad. Yeah, his yeah, vampire daddy. Vampire but, daddy. But, but I'm I'm sure someone else uh, put the baby, Knock, in knocked her up, and knocked her up. Yeah. Uh, so basically, she is now still with Frost. Uh, not sure what the relationship is there, but. Uh, She's definitely with him, and Frost is ready to start the blood ritual. He's got Blade wrapped around his finger. Mm-hmm. He puts him in this like weird like uh, what did you describe? What did you describe it as, Evan? It's it's like an Iron Maiden, but without the spikes. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's and it cuts his wrist right. They cut his wrist. Yeah, yeah. You got to get the blood going, get the blood flowing. Yeah. And th- at this point in the movie, there's tons of blood. It's blood. Yeah. But Karen gets thrown in this pit where her the zombie of her ex. And boss is down there, which is kind of like nothing even happens. She just escapes really quick. <laughs> so yeah, well, it's also really funny when he meets up with his mom. They flash back to his birth as if he remembered it, 
This is really strange. Yeah. Hey, you don't know what vampires are capable of. True. I guess like a vampire baby might have already. I don't know. I think that's a trope I've actually seen in a different medium where they were just like, yeah, we have super. We actually remember everything from her birth or something like vampires do. Vampires. Like they age differently, so they just remember. Yeah. Like they remember their first memories. I forgot what what that was. You never know what rules you're getting into in a vampire universe. I know the rules no. always different. Can't keep up. No. But uh, Karen escapes and goes and saves Blade. But uh, because uh, he's without a serum for a long time, he's like turning into a vampire and he's like really thirsty for some blood. And uh, she, mm-hmm. this part is very strange. She, oh, this is horny as hell. She, she tells him to like drink some of her blood and she makes these like moaning sounds and so does he. And it sounds like they're just fucking. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, it's very sexual. They are getting down and dirty. He also makes these like weird like, like suckling sounds that he's doing. Wesley Snipes had to do a lot of grunting. Like he could have done yeah. like a Dragon Ball Z video game with all that grunting and screaming he was doing. <laughs> 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 like bro could have been Goku. So funny. Yeah. After this, Blade and his uh, his mom they start they start fighting while the blood god is being summoned. Basically, they got they got Blade's blood already. It's it's happening. It's inevitable. But uh, then Blade ends up killing his mom in this fight. Then at around the same time, Frost is completely turned into the blood god as they kill all the other vampires, like the gods, I guess. Uh, I don't think they were really expecting this. Uh, and it's really funny as their skeletons fly out of their, like, their bodies. Yeah, these awful CGI skeletons are just floating. They're not awful. Come they on, look horrible. It's like straight they, out of like oh, the Scorpion the movies. They, they could have been worse. So they could have been worse. So I, I like them too. Trevor, I'm with you. I like them. Nah. <laughs> So the bad. CGI the Avengers Sevenfold? Come on, bro. Yeah, it's literally like the Avengers Sevenfold bats flying around. Looks like straight up PS1. The CGI at the end of this movie is so charming. I love it. I thought I it. I loved CGI. it too. I something about that CGI. It it felt like um, uh, you know that Schwarzenegger movie, the really campy one, where he goes to the goes to Mars. Total Recall. Total Recall, dude. Reminded me of Total Recall with the silly effects and the unnecessary gore. Like when he was going in there, that that last kind of like hurrah, not the last hurrah, like the last 30, 40 minutes of the movie when he fought those two assassins with the glow sticks and he just blew mm-hmm. him up. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, yeah. We forgot to say that they, they used this new uh, t- technology, the blood. Uh, yep, the blood bombs. Like, the blood bombs. They like shoot. It's what Karen was like researching yes. and they literally make the people inflate like a blob and explode oh, and I love yeah. that. I don't know why yeah. just, when he walked away and the b- blood sacks just explode I love I love movies that use like this early CGI as like necessity and like they were really just like kind of like using it to like I don't know like they as a means to the, to an end mm-hmm. we forgot to go over the whole scene as he's like go, like he's going to because um, like Karen's hostage and stuff at this place the mm-hmm. whole scene as he enters the building and he's like working his way up to like where they're at he's just killing people he's going on a spree it's so sick there's like water everywhere oh yeah oh yeah that whole montage is sick yeah it's super badass yeah so frost appears after he turns into the blood god because i guess there was enough blood from uh blade to like complete the ritual so they have well, the blood god he's kind of just himself but like now he can like survive like getting sliced in half yeah there's some bad blood cgi of him like his body coming it's back sick. together <laughs> it's so sick those parts are cool crazy. i like i like those parts but like i don't know like the 
the fire part and like a stupid skeletons walking the, around. Well, the thing about the fire part was that they could have easily done that practical because because they, they did that for Quinn in the very first scene. It was practical yeah, in the first could, scene. They could have done it practical. Like that's why that CGI is like I'm not like a full on CGI hater. Like there's people that like oh it has to be practical all the time. I think CGI is great when it's out of necessity. Yeah, not even great, but like I think it's acceptable in South necessity, but also when it's used to enhance like a practical effect that didn't go over as well as they planned yeah basically use it to like patch things up a little bit make it a little bit smoother like yeah and i feel like they did that a lot better in the 2000s instead of now using as like a crutch to rely on rather than like trying it out another way first it's cheaper and easier to do just to throw it in a computer do it Mm -hmm. yeah and it feels it feels less like a movie like when things are practical it feels like i'm watching i don't know it might just be me being like elitist or whatever but i agree it feels like i'm watching Mm -hmm. i I like i like when i know i'm watching a movie a little bit better sometimes yeah like i know that it's like a film yeah bring back stunt bring back stunt guys you know real stunt guys squibs (laughs) i mean star wars fans they love those damn jim henson muppets from the original trilogy Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like fuck the CGI. Give me my muppet Yoda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, you can't you can't say that Yoda in Episode Two doing that fight with Count Dooku wasn't crazy. Badass. Nah, yeah. There's, Went hard. There's there are some parts of the prequel that are absolutely redeeming. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You gotta give them. The action was sick. Mm-hmm. The last part of the second movie is great, and G- Genesis and the big arena. The re- oh I yeah, that was, was like, the dude. Yeah. I hated that movie, but that scene saved it. As a kid, that was like the coolest. Shit so ever. sick. But uh, yeah, let's get back to the yeah. fight with Deacon Frost. I know the actual yeah. fight, not Star Wars. No. Uh, fucking this neckbeards. Was, this is a a great fight. So sick. Yeah, they were just it. going back and forth. It's it's great. So it's yep. an anime fight. It it was really it was Jotaro versus Dio. It was Naruto versus Sasuke. It was all that shit, man. Goku and Vegeta. It was the final countdown. Blade versus goddamn Deacon Frost. Deacon yep. Frost. I love and, Frost, and, man. By the end, I'm just like, dude, yes. You're, yeah. you're, a, you're a monkey hungry, horny asshole who just wants power and power and power. And once you got it, you lost control. I love it. The fight's badass. Yeah. At the end, we get an iconic line. What? I mean, yeah. we'll throw it in there. It's so good. Though. But yeah, just as you think, you know, because Frost reveals that he can basically can't die. Previously, Frost throws away his little potions that, you know, make the vampires explode. Blade chucks his uh, katana up, knocks him down, grabs him. And what does he say? Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate up hill. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate up hill. Ice skate up hill, bro. <laughs> what does that yes. mean? <laughs> Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Well, as a hockey player, I'm like, okay, I get it. Because when I'm trying to do some um, power skates uphill, you don't really skate uphill. But if you're trying to skate it yeah. any upward, like, any, like on the pond, <laughs> if it's a little bit angled up, you feel that shit in your legs. But like, what does it have to do with anything in this movie? <laughs> oh, hell, I thought. The way I picture what he, he said that, first of all, I just think, okay, badass freaking one-liner. It's so funny. Um, off the bat. And I think it was just him saying, you bit off more than you could chew. Yeah. With just a lot of extra words and analogies. Yeah. It's like, you, you, you want to be the blood god? Oh, motherfuckers always want to ice skate uphill. <laughs> and after this, uh, he shoots the uh, the little blood uh, explode or the things that make you blow up like a balloon. He shoots like yeah. six of them into uh, yeah. Deacon Frost's stomach, and Deacon Frost is no more. Explodes. Fucking <laughs> popped his ass. Mm-hmm. Fight him like a goddamn balloon. And uh, do we get a little like ending thing, or is it just yeah? Like, well, yeah it fast to the uh, the day, right? Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. Cuts to now. Not now. Yeah. Yeah, the rooftop, right? Well, him and him and Karen. No, it cuts to Moscow. Well, before that, it was him and Karen oh. kind of briefing over the whole thing, and then yeah, it cuts to Moscow. The yeah, last yeah. Scene. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she got, he's just like, you got to get out of town, girl, or something like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That's right. But basically, she she offers Blade uh, a cure too. Yeah, and, he, and Blade. Yeah, what Blade, he Blade says he wants he wants a better version of Lost. Yeah, make me a better one. Yeah, because yeah. because she says that oh it can like it'll take away your vampire powers. He's like I still need to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the coolest dude. And then after that we get the uh, the Moscow scene, which sets up a sequel. Yep. So he's in Moscow. Some vampires are around. Gotta gotta hunt. Gotta hunt the Russians. Gotta hunt the Russians. Dude, yeah, that last scene was sick. When they hit him with the when he did the little whoo, sword slice credits. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So nineties, loved it. Yeah. What a great movie. Yeah. Well, that's Blade. That's Blade. So camp, so badass, such good action. Love a good action flick, man. I always forget how good action movies can be. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw that when I saw that original Predator this summer with uh, Schwarzenegger, I was like, "This is how good action movies can really be. This is great. Like, good time. Action's great. They really bastardized Action's action great. movies like in the modern day. Yeah, they aren't the same. They're not the same. I think they just rely on shock factor too much or something. I don't know. It's like. I don't know though because Blade was gory too, but it was fun. I don't know what they. I don't know what their issue is. They've lost their oomph. I think. I think they over try. They, they try to overcomplicate them too, when it just really needs to be pretty simple. And this is like a pretty simple movie, like bad guy, yeah. sort of good guy, trying to take down the bad guy. Like that's all you need, really. Yeah. To and it's effective. It. Yeah. Makes them like pull it a little like. I mean, I'm not gonna be like, oh, take the politics out of movies, but some movies don't need it. No, they they try to like make some weird commentary, and it's like it, we don't need that, you know. It's, it's like, not the yeah. type of movie. No, it's not. Yeah, but uh, so what do you guys think of Blade? I mean, I'm sure yeah, you, you guys have all seen it before. We watched it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's Blade, certified yeah. Blade classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give it a nice little four out of five. I think. I don't know. You guys might be higher up than me, honestly. I'm, I'm feeling a smooth four. Maybe like three and a half, four. Something in there. I'm giving it a yeah. four and a half. Ooh. I love Blade. Let's go. That's just yeah. the one-liners, man. That's what got me. The one-liners got Ken, me. Ken, did you, did you grow up with Blade? Like, did you watch it when you were younger? Uh, I, it scared the shit out of me. Uh, I really? had older cousins <laughs> who would put it on, and I was not fucking with it. The scene in the hospital is honestly kind of scary. Oh, yeah, it is. Kid, is it? Yeah. That, that scared me as a kid. No, any hospital scene, I think I wrote that in my notes, like, any hospital scene, like, dude, the Spider-Man 2, anybody take shop class? Like, that scene? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, hospital scenes with anything that's not human, oof. I would say I didn't really grow up on it, but I definitely grew up with cousins who were watching shit that I wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember, I think they had on Blade 2, and I was like, ooh. Which we'll get to. Yeah, yeah. I keep hinting towards it just because I just remember some of those Del Toro effects. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do Blade 2 and we'll do Blade 3 Trinity. So we'll get we'll get through them all with the CGI. Oh, Blade uh, Trinity. Let's get real sticky. The CGI Wesley Snipes eyes. I haven't even saw Blade Trinity. I've never even seen it. I think I've only seen the first two. Ryan Reynolds and Triple H are in it. Oh, hell yeah. Jessica Biel. Yeah. Oh, uh, Parker Posey. Wow. Damn. Stack. I know Norman but, Reedus is in the second one. Yeah, Norman Reese is the second one. 
Juda, Juda. <laughs> and Bruh. also um, Del Toro's boy, Ron Perlman. Yeah, the, the legend. Uh, but uh, what do you guys think the message was in Blade? What are you trying to get across to the, the people of the world? What's his face? Literally, um, well, Frost called Blade and Uncle Tom, which made me laugh. That was, mm-hmm. and he was he was throwing all types of microaggressions around. He was calling, uh, what's her name, sister. He was yeah, calling, I love uh, that shit. I love it, yeah. dude. Frost was such was, a dick. I loved him. He was throwing microaggressions around like nothing. Yep. Honestly, I think the lesson learned here is that you shouldn't ice skate uphill. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> like actually, <laughs> don't don't skate uphill. Like, don't don't play God if you're not. God tier, I don't know. Honestly, yeah, Frost was I, doing it. Frost did the damn thing. He, you, you gotta give he, it to he him. He put the work in. He put the work. He in. put the work in. Honestly, what is the lesson to be learned? Like, uh, I mean, sick. Yeah. Don't play God if you can't ice skate uphill. <laughs> Could have said it better myself. You gotta learn to skate uphill before you play God. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, uh, I think that's a very. That is the. Uh, I think it's a great way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Blade. What a fucking movie. Classic. I'm glad we did this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute banger. What do you do after you ice skate uphill and try to become God? What do you do? Listen to some drum and bass. Listen to some drum and bass. We we have been podcasting for about two hours now. Uh, We're getting getting rusty. Uh, But I'm your host, Trevor, the skinniest Reddit mod. (laughs) The fattest Reddit mod, actually. The fattest Reddit mod. I'm, I'm a slim, thick red mod. <laughs> uh, I'm with my two co-hosts. We got... What's your boy? Kent? What up? Uh, is Kent anything? Or is it just Kent? I'm really just Kent today, y'all. Like, I ain't trying to be... Just Kent. I ain't trying to be a hero. I ain't trying to be just a vampire. Kent. I ain't trying to ice skate uphill. I'm just Kent. He's gonna cosplay as Blade next time, though. Yep. He's been... He's been I like, should. Hell yeah. I'm get this big, big-bodied ass in this fucking suit. Maybe I oh, can't. Oh, yeah. You whooping ass. Who would, uh... Madison, uh, mm-hmm. cosplay as? Like, oh, she could be Ryan Reynolds' character or something. <laughs> Have her go as as Electra from Daredevil. Yeah, let's. I'll be Ben Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) And who else we got? Got Evan, your uh, meat locker raver. (laughs) Meat locker (laughs) raver. raver. Let's go. That's my favorite speakeasy. That that'd be that'd be a sick cosplay too. Mm -hmm. And uh, you were just watching episode eight. Uh, Next 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 week we'll be getting mysterious with it. Let's get mysterious. Super mysterious. Thanks for listening to the Fistful of Popcorn podcast. For more fistfuls of fun, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find these links in the episode's description. Tune in next time for more movie reviews and a couple of talking dudes. Popcorn.